0: Being willing to allow myself to let go of anything that I felt like I had inherited about these images that was standing in the way of my ability to genuinely be myself and really embrace my inner mogul and embrace my inner change agent.
1: Hey y'all, welcome to the Way of Wealth podcast. I am your host, Jesse Johnson, and I went from being a New York City high school math teacher ineffectively trying to change the world to building my own seven-figure coaching business in under two years. Wherever you're listening from, I want you to know, it is your birthright to make money with ease and grace as you serve the world. I've helped thousands of people move out of the shame, frustration, and confusion of not having enough and onto a sustainable path of prosperity. This is my mastery, and in this podcast, I've got the tools and teachers to guide you on the way of wealth. I'm so glad you're here. Let's do this. Check out some juicy and potent moments from upcoming episodes. This is some deep truth, y'all. So relax, enjoy, enjoy. And drink from the wisdom of Ra Goddess Elena Brower, Ken Blackman, Sri Kala, and yours truly. Stay tuned for future episodes coming soon. Part of the reason I think this is so important is it, when I when I became an entrepreneur and kind of entered this space, suddenly everyone that I knew, everyone that I met, if you if you asked them, would you like to be on Oprah? They'd be like, Yeah, yeah, of course. Like it, it, there was a certain. Right. Almost like here, here we are as completely unknown beginning entrepreneurs. Cause that's what I was at the time. Sure. And then there's this, you know, like being on Oprah, having your book launched and bestseller New York times, whatever. There's a lot of space in between those two. Yes. And I fun. think that, yeah, part, part of the maturity, I think that comes from being an influencer and being particularly in the spiritual context, like transformational leader, is understanding the sweet spot about where you want to be. Cause if you're just totally unknown, there there's a especially now, there's a limit, I think, to the impact that we can have. That's true. But there's just so much, so much it's like zooming in on a ruler and like there's millimeters, and then I actually don't know what's smaller than that, but like there's a lot of precision there.
2: Yes. You and I should talk about this space because I think anyone watching, if you're watching this. And you're wondering how to get from there to there. This is a cool conversation between the two of us. The space between having a little bit of impact and and starting to put your work out there, but not being known yet and becoming known even just within your small pond of whatever, yoga, spirituality, that space I feel is replete with mindset work. Honestly, I don't know that yes, practice teaching, yes, practice putting yourself out there, practice being completely embarrassed, practice hating what you look like on screen, practice hating hearing the sound of your voice. It is all about mindset. If you have a, a mindset patrol, a loving mindset patrol for yourself, you will always be able to surmount whatever it is that you think is stopping you, whatever self-imposed perceived limitations are stopping you, you'll always be able to get through them because you have that little patrol going, that little mm-hmm. practice going. If you had to, you know describe your mindset work, what would it look like? And it's probably evolved over time. we know that. Let me start here, and then if, if yeah, if, let's see where this
1: direction goes. One of the things that I heard as you were talking had to do with visibility. And I actually don't think I've made this distinction before, that visibility
2: is conflated with celebrity or fame. Word. and They are not the same. They're not the same. We don't care about the celebrity or the fame. Visibility, though, is good because that's where you get to be helpful. Yes.
1: Very good. Very good.
2: Yes. And I totally agree with you that the...
1: I don't know that there's, I think that the visibility line, wherever it is that we're afraid of being seen, that points us to our next chapter, no matter where we are. Um, And so most of the people that come to me are afraid of being seen by people that they feel very loyal to as different. It doesn't even really matter. Like they have stories about what those differences are. But really at its core, it's just being seen as different, being seen as independent, being seen as making a different choice from either
2: what they used to or what the group tends to make. Totally. And I might add, even not surpassing, but there's an energy of the word surpassing here, even doing something other than your family of origin and I'm, I'm not saying surpassing, even though there's an energy of that. Even that can cause some of us, it has caused yes. me to stop myself. Wait, don't do that. You will be too good. It will bring too much light. Don't you do that. Yeah. It will make people uncomfortable. And so many times I would stop myself because of that. And now I, now I can catch that You know, in myself. I can catch it super easily in other people. And I can say, wait a second mm-hmm let's not make that mistake because we don't have enough time yes your work is needed
1: I feel like there's something important for you to share about talking about the connections between sex and money pleasure and money mm. um there's just something in there I feel like we we haven't gone as deep with as I want to
3: can can you take us there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Um, well, what comes to mind is we, at some level, we know the answer isn't actually money. And the more we attach to it being about money, the more we stay stuck. Mm-hmm. And that there's a way in which, yes, a bunch of money can flow in, but its it isn't, doesn't mean what we think it does. Mm-hmm. And as long as we have that attachment, it's not one of two things. It's not going to come in or it's going to come in and we're going to discover that that it's not making us happy. Mm-hmm. Well, I learned that lesson twice. I learned it once. I learned it, re- you know, I learned it in my second, ha- the second chapter about money. But I learned it in the first chapter in my relationships with women because mm-hmm. I had the same idea about what it meant to be with a woman. And so there was this period of time during which I misunderstood had this very two-dimensional idea of what a woman was, what a woman actually is, to very two-dimensional in the same way that we have, we can have a very two-dimensional idea about what money is. Mm-hmm. And so I was just trying to figure out, like, I didn't, I didn't see another human being over there. I just saw a video game that, like, I'm going to learn the sequence of moves that gets me the, the goal. And the goal was a hot chick who has lots of sex with me, enjoys it and adores me. That was like the, that was like the thing I thought I was striving for Mm. until I had plenty of that and had to confront that it wasn't actually the thing I was hungry for. Mm. And that the actual underlying thing had to do with connection. Like I had to learn, it wasn't learning what women want. I had to learn something about myself and what I was actually hungry for. And once I did that, my relationships became became deep and rich and intimate. And there was this closeness and that was actually the nutrient I was hungry for. And then, you know, there was, there was plenty, like there was plenty, plenty, plenty of just like exquisite gourmet sex, but it had, it didn't have the meaning. Like it wasn't the thing. It was a side effect of this inner shift that I had made. It wasn't even figuring out women. It was figuring out myself, something about myself. And once I figured that out, my relationships with women naturally became amazing.
1: As I hear you talk, I'm like, I want to know about your experience with this. When have you felt cornered? When have you felt caged? When have you, like, how do you, as a Black man in America, relate to what's happening?
4: Well, I feel like it's interesting because I am I am very deep in my discernment right now which means like I'm in a way playing both sides. In the sense that I am for the the blessing and and the and the empowerment of black lives. And at the same time I understand that I am just temporarily visiting in this body. So my journey is is twofold in the way I look at things and the way I seek to understand it. So I'll say that right now, currently, I'm not in a corner. I'm living uh, very happily and happiness only gets better and better. How is it for you to
1: acknowledge that right now? Is it edgy for you to acknowledge that you don't that you don't you're not currently suffering?
4: No, there's some vulnerability to it, definitely. There's some vulnerability in, in in celebrating the wins in public. And so, yes, it is edgy. And at the same time, it's what's needed because there's so much of this victimized Black man, Black woman thing happening that it's important that, that I lean in with the truth that like, oh, yeah, there are some kings here, too. There's some queens here, too. And we're here to represent for for that reality. Yeah. You know? It it is edgy, but it's it's the most realistic. It's what's true.
3: A little bit earlier we
1: spoke about integration. And I'm curious if you could speak to how you within yourself uh, managed to integrate this activist, activist with that corporate-minded person? And then in the work that you do, how do you
2: translate the artist itself, activist self into corporate spaces?
0: So I think the what supported the integration for me was being willing to give up a lot of the conditioning that I had received around both aspects of my identity. So there were some, you know, sort of uh, already established assumptions I had about what it meant to be this corporate executive, you know, moving and shaking, button up against the glass ceiling with my stiletto, you know, like, let me in, you know, write that image and all of what I thought that was or wasn't. And then this activist, you know, the sort of diehard fist in the air, power to the people, we're going to tear the system down energy and being willing to allow myself to let go of anything that I felt like I had inherited about these images that was standing in the way of my ability to genuinely be myself and really embrace my inner mogul and embrace my inner change agent. When I was able to get to this place of like, oh, I can create it, because that was the other thing that was sort of moving up up through the middle was not only do I want to release the conditioning, but I have an opportunity to now really create it from nothing. And I can choose what I want to keep. I can choose what I want to throw away. And I can also decide what I want to build from scratch. And so the aspiration that drove the integration was wanting to be authentically me. Authentically, unapologetically me, whatever that looked like. And to learn how to be okay with those facets of myself that didn't fit the mold, right? In terms of how each side of me informs me, my inner change agent and activist really drives my love, curiosity, and commitment to serve people. You know, that like that's at the center. And that's whether I'm in a corporate environment, whether I'm in a you know spiritual, deeply spiritual environment whether I'm in a more change agent rooted social impact environment or kind of anything in between. That that part of me leads. My mogul comes into play when I look at systems, frameworks, organization, execution. Great idea. How are we going to get it done? (laughs) Lovely ideology. What's the practicum? But I think that time where or those places where I bring my mogul in non-mogul environments has to do with this opportunity to not only hold space, but organize journey and frame experience in a way that people can really receive it and be inspired and moved by it in whatever way right? they choose to be inspired and moved in
1: yeah thanks for listening to the way of wealth podcast y'all you are doing great you're amazing you can't help it it's just who you are want more subscribe and visit jessejohnsoncoaching.com enjoy the journey